I love, love being a parent. It's so hard. It's so hard being a parent sometimes. I think, can I even do this? But it's brilliant. Welcome to this brand new Lightbulb Moment episode brought to you in partnership with Dell Technologies who believe in shining a light on these life-changing moments shared by incredible founders and entrepreneurs taken from my conversations of inspiration. It really is an honour to share their inspiration with you and I hope their story impacts your own thinking as deeply as it has mine. Bow your head and let your eyelids close on down Where we're going you won't need to bring your frown You know those conversations you have with a friend where you stumble across a topic and you both realise you have a shared experience and can't wait to hear each other's take on it? Well, this episode is exactly that with my dear friend Fern Cotton, founder of The Happy Place. I'd so looked forward to meeting Fern as I knew how much her story would resonate with all you lovely listeners. And I know after hearing from so many of you that it truly did exactly that. Fern and I settled down on my sofa with a cup of herbal tea and I could have honestly chatted for hours. We touched on so many elements of her journey, her past career, the happy place, the brand packed with passion that she's currently building. But a particular moment I wanted to share is Fern's take on parenthood. Something I really couldn't wait to talk to you about, and we've texted a couple of times about it, is the juggle. We do. Mm. You run your business alongside being a mother of two and a stepmother of two. So there are six of you in the Wood household mm. at one point, which I can't quite believe because I have an issue just with Frank and Harry. Um, <laughs> and I know your husband has to go on tour a lot. So you're a lot of solo parenting going on. My most frequently asked question as a businesswoman and mum is, how do I achieve this work-life balance? Which I think is this, I talk about it quite a bit, this unbelievably dangerous term as it suggests that there's this perfect balance or this perfect equilibrium and often it's just making it through the day um what are your thoughts on this and I'm sure you get asked about it so how have you sort of mapped that in your mind now uh I haven't I'm very much like you it is day by day I don't feel like I've got the perfect balance I might on some days some days I might go you know what that felt like a really good balance of I did two hours or I did a couple of hours of radio and then I had all day with my kids I did the normal school run stuff we went to the supermarket we did normal things other days I'll work all day and I won't see the kids and I'll feel horrendous or sometimes I'll feel actually I can deal with it and it's okay but it's very much a day-by-day thing. The most important thing is Jessie and I have a brilliant uh, communicative relationship where we sit down and we try and eat together each night or at least just have a conversation where we check in with each other. First of all, how are you? You know, how did you find whatever it was that you did that day? Are you feeling tired? Do you need some time to yourself to go for a run or whatever? And what fuck are we doing tomorrow and how's it going to work? <laughs> and we do it every day because we have to. And we just muddle through the whole thing. And I love, love being a parent. It's so hard. It's so hard being a parent sometimes. I think, can I even do this? But it's brilliant. I love it. I love the challenge. I love what it's taught me about myself. And I've loved how it's made me slow down. And it's actually made me have a better perspective of my work and a a better all-seeing eye of all of it. I can get that bigger picture quicker. So 
I don't know how you get the balance. I just think you go day by day and you try and make it work. And so do you think one of the sort of ways that you would say that you've, as much as you are managing it, communication being mm. one of the key tips? With, 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 with whoever it is, because if you haven't yeah. got a husband or a wife or a partner, having someone that you can, if it's a parent, a friend, that you can have that conversation with, I think just talking in general is such a powerful thing and it's, it's really important to feel like you're not getting it all wrong and everyone else is getting it right. And not to beat yourself up because, you know, I do all the time. I'll, you know, might have, I've got a really busy week next week, which I'm already feeling a little bit edgy about. So I know that there will be days where I'll think, oh my God, I'm a terrible mum. I haven't seen my kids today, blah, blah, blah. But then I've been lucky enough to manage to clear a whole week the week after where I'm going to be at home with my children off school because it's the summer holidays all day, every day, and we're going to do normal mum and kid stuff and mm. go to the park and be messy and do and make cakes and whatever. But it, none of it's perfect. I think you just have to make the best of whatever your situation is in that way. At this time of year, I won't lie, I get a little panicked. I wish we were like the French and just called it. August is the holiday month, so we managed expectations. Nothing will get done. August without that becomes a month where I feel like I'm being inefficient. When Harry was younger, it was the month where the mummy juggle became intense. And as a business owner, all the metrics just fall off a cliff. All in all, if you don't get your head clear, your summer can become miserable. It's why I've developed a way of thinking about these in-between months, the ones sandwiched between the energetic start and the panicked end. It's worked for me and I hope it goes some way in making those hot days just that little bit more bearable. But first things first, I think Fern is right for some when she talks about taking each day day by day, and not worrying too much about the overall plan, to go with the flow more and make your logistics chat more live. But for me, that's never really been an option for my mind and my world. I need to know that I've thought of everything ahead and try to mitigate as many issues which will bring me down. Maybe call me a control freak, always searching for efficiency. It's just the way I am. But also, it was the only way I could achieve the impossible. When Harry was younger, that was planning how I was going to deal and survive the summer holidays as a parent who worked full time. I didn't want to have to panic. I wanted him to be happy as that was the only way that I actually could work. I wanted to have planned in quality time. And so I get these large A3 sheets a single month on each page and would pin them up on the fridge doors. I'd mark clearly the childcare arrangements, the treat evenings, the plans at the weekend. It would just help me maybe take time off as I'd know after a certain amount of time with others, Harry would just want to be with me. I did this from around the age of four till actually come to think of it, I did it last week and he'll be 18 next birthday. Less needing to understand childcare, more the free dates for him to go out and see friends or take shifts. It's always just helped us understand the flow of our summers, a time where normally the work life and the family life collide the most. 
Then there's your business, where the summer can resemble the Sahara Desert, with staff being away all at different times and sales rock bottom, especially this year, where I predict this mass exodus from this country, thanks to being the first summer in years that we can make plans. I found if I focused too much on this and what I hadn't achieved at the start of the year, it all became very stressful because you seem to be trying to tackle things with what felt like very little support or mojo in the business. The way I've got my head around this was twofold. One thing I've tried for a number of years and another which will be new to this year. So my tried and tested method of managing my mental health is to have a volume down August, which means I concentrate on what I need to get done. What's on my own to-do list, maybe a project that I've been looking forward to or getting into or a task too big for the average day. In the years where we only worked in the office, this is where I would also work from home more. I generally not have many external meetings. Wasn't hard because everyone was away on holiday, but the aim was to clear the decks for the second half of the year. My new addition to this year is to try and do the same for the team, which means that we will need to turn down the volume of our day jobs. So in August, we'll be taking a break from social, emails and my podcast, for instance, allowing time to breathe and regroup, giving the team the chance to recalibrate. Am I nervous to do this? Yup, I am. And there's mixed opinion in the team, for sure. But August needs to be seen as maybe one of those most productive months, but for internal purposes, rather than external production, if you see what I mean. But back to the juggle, because this all sounds like I've got it sorted. And of course, it's far easier as they get older. And it was just not funny when Harry was little. So my heart goes out to all parents dealing with this crazy notion that we can have our kids at home for over one and a half months when we work full time. But let's not go there. The thing is, parenting is hard. Making this just work is not Instagrammable, whatever you see out there. Remember, we only do see 1% of life on those squares because the other 99% isn't always a pretty picture. Even when we're away on our special holidays, those delightful pictures of everyone in their clean clothes at sundown, drink in hand, the tanned skins, the smiles... You know, you know what happened just before and after that picture, ladies. The other half huffed and puffed at another family picture. You've just had a terrible argument about the amount you've had to look at your phone this holiday or that they have. You had to promise many sweet items for the kids to smile just for that one second. You had to have that invisible labour of working out when everyone would be clean for this picture, the one that they all loved once you'd taken it. Thus, you needed to think about the way you'd walk to dinner so that you got the right backdrop, all whilst trying to get yourself ready, trying to ignore the chapped inner thighs, the spanks which are now certainly too tight, thanks to eating the bread basket each night. Cue body hate. And then the sweat dripping down your back. Smile, everyone. Picture captured, uploaded to Instagram. Just to write the caption now. Just chilling with the family, making memories. Heart emoji, sun emoji. Click, upload. 1% everyone, 1%. Let us not forget.
Take that moment and times it by 40,000 and you have the average day in the summer. I'm just kidding, but you get the point. Be kind to yourself out there. In my opinion, make a plan or better still, be more fun and go with the flow. She's cool. Think about August in a new way. Think about turning all the noise down. And in the time you do get to do you, do just that. Now, before you go, what I hadn't told you is that this is one of 10 very special Lightbulb Moment episodes brought to you by Dell Technologies. Lightbulb Moments happen to us each and every day of life, where we discover learnings, hear stories that inspire us, or witness things that trigger sudden, enlightening thoughts that change our lives forever. And that's why I'll be welcoming 10 incredible female founders from Dell's Women's Entrepreneur Network, otherwise known as DWEN, into the safe space to share their personal lightbulb moments. I really do believe that by sharing the tales of our brightest moments, we have the ability to build, grow and empower a female community of entrepreneurs, becoming stronger than we could ever have imagined. This week, Faye Whitley, founder of BeVive, will be sharing her very own light bulb moment. Enjoy. Hi, my name is Faye and I'm the co-founder of BeVive. We are a small business with a big ambition to make the world a more bee-friendly place to live. We launched in 2019, inspired by a spontaneous encounter with a tired bee. But today I'm excited to share my very own light bulb moment as I really did have a life and business changing experience when I came across Dell Women's Entrepreneur Network. I was welcomed with opening arms and inspired by the community, I entered the Dell Tech Contest in my lunch break. I had no preconceived thoughts I would win, but that evening when I found out I made first place, it really did change the direction of my business, but most importantly, my mindset It gave me the confidence to say yes more, (laughs) open up in front of the camera and to grab every opportunity, no matter how scary it appeared. I'm so grateful that I get to share my light bulb moment with you. And I hope it's made you think just like I have about the pivotal moment, like in my lunch break, that might just change your life too. A big thank you to Dell Technologies who've bought us this episode today. I hope you enjoyed this light bulb moment to listen to my whole conversation with Fern Cotton or any of our past founders. Search Conversations of Inspiration wherever you get your podcasts. And if this episode, this particular episode has helped you on your journey, you know what I'm going to say. I would be absolutely ridiculously grateful if you might rate and review to help us reach even more people. 